Hi, and welcome to the Post-Acute Point of View, our discussion hub for healthcare technology in the out-of-hospital space. Here we talk about the latest news and views on trends and innovation that can impact the way post-acute care providers work. And we take a look at how technology can make a difference in today's changing healthcare landscape in both home-based and facility-based care organizations and the lives of the people they serve. Today we hear from Kevin Whitehurst, Senior Vice President of Skilled Nursing Solutions for Matrix Care and his special guest. Let's dive in. Hi, this is Kevin Keith Whitehurst, Senior Vice President of Matrix Care, and I want to thank you all for joining us today. I'm here today with Amy Wooten, Director of Nutrition Management at Matrix Care. We're going to be talking about serving up power nutrition to combat flu season and COVID-19. So why don't we go ahead and get started, Amy? Delighted to have you here. We're in the thick of flu season and a pandemic. Why is nutrition so critical during this time? It's the medicine. <laughs> no, <laughs> we know from study after study that good nutrition fights against disease and viruses, and it's impacted by things like age, your sex, the health status that you have, your lifestyle, and the medications that you take. Adequate nutrition is essential for maintaining our own immune function. And nutrients such as protein, the B vitamins, C, D, and E, as well as zinc, are really critical. These nutrients are found in enriched grains, fruit vegetables, dairy, protein products. And our seniors have high rates of chronic disease, including heart disease, diabetes, and obesity. These health conditions place an older adult at greater risk for infection and disease and makes them more susceptible to the cold and the flu and, and COVID-19 and its complications. So generally, calorie intake does decrease with age. Females age 60 or older only need about 16 to 2,000 calories a day, and males 60 or older, about 2,000 to 2,500 calories per day. But providers are working right now under stressful conditions to provide nutrition services to vulnerable older adults, but keeping nutrient needs in mind will help battle against any illnesses. So Amy, you seem to be really well-versed in the science behind the nutrition. Let's break some of the nutrition information down for our listeners, beginning with the benefits of vitamin C. Ah, vitamin C is actually the only scientifically proven supplement found that can shorten common colds. Vitamin C, or ascorbic acid, is a water-soluble vitamin found in things like fruits and vegetables. The RDA, or recommended dietary allowance of vitamin C in adults, is 90 milligrams for men and 75 for women. But if you smoke, you should increase that to 35 milligrams a day above that RDA. In most situations, it's relatively easy to get the recommended amounts of vitamin C through foods, and therefore supplements aren't generally recommended. But with intake decreasing, maybe due to illness or depression, supplements may be really beneficial. The tolerable upper level of vitamin C is around 2,000 milligrams a day. So think about that. You're going from recommended of 90 all the way up to 2,000 before you have any kind of irritation. And that toxicity is really just a GI irritation. So nothing critical. In regards to COVID-19, the NIH indicates there's insufficient data to recommend either for or against the use of vitamin C in supplementation. But all of their studies, they're not been well studied on anything other than critically ill population. So not necessarily in the seniors or in the general population to apply those findings. But we do know vitamin C supports the immune system by stimulating the formation of antibodies. 
So including more sources of this healthy vitamin by choosing citrus fruits, such as oranges, grapefruits, tangerines, my favorite, or, or red bell pepper, papaya, strawberries, tomato juice, or foods just fortified with vitamin C, such as common cereals that you can take, can do nothing but help, no harm, but rather good. That's really good to know. I hear a lot of people are taking zinc for colds, but I understand that there are tremendous benefits incorporating this into a resident's diet. Can you talk about zinc? Yep. Zinc is an essential nutrient. It plays a role in the immune function. In the past, it's been studied in the prevention and treatment of the common cold. And the RDA allowance for the element of zinc is 11 milligrams a day for men and 8 milligrams for women. It helps the immune system properly work and help even with wound healing. Zinc can be found in lean meat, poultry, seafood, milk, whole grain products, beans, seeds, nuts. So lots of opportunities to get zinc in. But there is conflicting evidence whether zinc supplements may prevent the common cold. The effect of zinc on COVID-19 has not, again, been well studied. So we're still in the early stages of whether or not these nutrient supplementations work. Zinc supplementation for a duration as short as 10 months has been associated with copper deficiency and, and possibly causing some anemia. So you really want to be careful if you're recommending zinc supplements above the RDA for the prevention of anything for related to COVID-19. Therefore, using food first to add zinc is best. That makes sense. So the next nutrient, vitamin D, which some people call the sunshine vitamin, <laughs> uh, that's particularly interesting to me. You know, with flu season during the colder months in the year, it may not be feasible in some regions of the country. How can this nutrient be included in the meal planning? Right. You're absolutely right. Sources include sunlight, but it also includes fatty fish and eggs. Milk and 100% juices are even fortified with vitamin D. As seniors avoid leaving their residence due to the pandemic or weather, there's certainly less sun exposure opportunities, which will continue in the cooler months. Therefore, food sources must be adapted adequately. Food like salmon or other fatty fish, such as trout, sardines, even herring, <laughs> are also a good source of vitamin D. I like snacks with the addition of flaxseed and chai seeds can be beneficial, and, and it helps with that inflammatory response. And it also gives you high levels of omega-3s, which is another, <laughs> another topic. But the National Institute of Health indicate there are insufficient data, again, to recommend vitamin D supplementation above the RDAs, because again, it's not been well studied, but it may May have protective benefits due to its role in the immune system overall. But overall, I agree, addition of this vitamin in menu planning is truly beneficial. That sounds great. Thank you for that insight on that. We've covered a lot of areas, and I understand there are even more nutrients to talk about. So let's move on and talk to our listeners about beta carotene, probiotics, um, protein, those types of nutrients. Sure. I could go on and on about all of these, but you know, to sum it up, beta carotene or superfoods, I like to call it, they're packed with antioxidants, vitamins, minerals, and fiber, and all of that helps fight disease. And all of these items, beta carotene, are specifically found in plant foods. So I would look to those sources. Probiotics found in yogurts are the good, healthy bacteria developed in the gut, which help your immune system fight off germs and other problems that you might be having with your GI. Increasing yogurt, kefir, or even sauerkraut during flu season helps our seniors. Protein intake is a common challenge with operators to encourage in our senior living environments. Getting adequate protein is more 
beneficial at flu season for healing and recovery. A variety of seafood, lean meats, eggs, beans, even peas, nuts, and seeds should encompass your meal service operation. And senior nutrition needs should include food from all these variety of sources. Okay, that makes sense. So how have dining operators had to adjust to no longer being able to serve communal dining as it relates to meeting the nutritional needs? They have a lot of challenges to meet just in getting the food to the seniors, but many operators have pivoted to provide things like frozen meals and shelf-stable meals. However, it's really the responsibility of that entity buying those meals to determine if those calories are meeting the resident needs. Purchased frozen products may contain more calories than what would be recommended for older adults and may not contain dairy or sometimes may not have things like extra fruit or grain product that's required. So that needs to be considered when they're looking at those type of meals. Operators having to purchase prepackaged individual meals or shelf-stable meals are usually very high in sodium too and may not contain adequate potassium or protein. They may also include too much carbohydrate and too many added sugars. All of these are nutrients of concern for those with hypertension, heart disease, diabetes. It's so it's key to continue to provide nutritious palatable meals and food to older adults in order to keep them healthy in the community, but making sure you're providing those right products and doing what you can to avoid those frozen meals that may, although may be simpler, may not be nutrient appropriate. That's good to know. That makes sense. Very interesting. So I'm glad to hear that there are so many opportunities to maintain the health of the residents by being smart about nutrition. So tell our listeners about the advantages of Matrix Care Meal Tracker, especially in ways to support the nutrition plans that you just talked about. Sure. I mean, one of the reasons I joined Meal Tracker Matrix Care was because of all of the wonderful features and the focus on nutrition that Meal Tracker has. Meal Tracker can make nutrition, flu prevention interventions simpler to handle. Our all-inclusive three-in-one solution offers features that encompass everything you need to evaluate, build, and monitor nutrition being provided at your operation. Meal Tracker provides you with not only a tray program for meal service, but a full menu building platform and recipe file of over 4,000 recipes already in one spot. So all three areas are covered. Our customers love having this one place stop for their operation. And the details and the features such as developing or changing menus, building their menu while having a nutrient analysis already available, a complete food item detail file that's linked to the USDA Food Data Central, our snack and beverage features for between meal opportunities, all pulled together with actionable tools from their resident's individual profile to build their nutrition needs and ensure that they're being met. And operators need to be proactive against COVID-19 with this good nutrition and hydration tools, but having the tools to do it is the only way they can do it to combat flu season. Well, I see. That's really interesting. No wonder the meal tracker adoption is so widespread. Amy, I want to thank you for telling us all about these valuable nutrients that can have a really positive impact on residents' health during the pandemic. Is there anything else you would like to share with our listeners? 
Well, for operators needing a full nutrition solution that integrates with their medical record for safer, more efficient software, they should really look to Meal Tracker. Not only do we offer a full database of nutrient analyzed recipes, we provide annual four week menus at no charge for each season. So that's a four week, two menus, spring, summer, fall, winter, given to your operation for you to customize and make your own at no additional cost. With National Nutrition Month coming in March, operators can celebrate meeting nutrition needs incorporating a food first initiative with food being medicine food being medicine i like that has a ring to it <laughs> love it <laughs> all right well i want to thank all of our listeners for joining today great topic serving up power nutrition to combat flu season and covid19 also want to thank you amy for that wealth of information thank you so much for sharing oh you're welcome thanks for having me that concludes the latest episode of the Post-Acute Point of View from Matrix Care. We have a lot of guests and topics coming up that you won't want to miss, so be sure to subscribe. If you've enjoyed today's podcast, and if you have a topic you'd like us to discuss, leave us a review. To learn more about Matrix Care and our solutions and services, visit matrixcare.com. You can also follow us on LinkedIn, Twitter, and Facebook. Thank you for listening. Be well, and we'll see you next time.